I think what we do with the Rookademy Awards is have lots of fun. Okay. Make sure we get out and vote. Yep, yep. I say we do whatever we want. All right, sounds good. I say we do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring the show in. Yeah, and then I'll just fucking do it after that. And then you're going to host it. What? Wow. Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 305. We still alive. It's the Rookademy. Rookademy. I said that right. The Rookademy Awards, right? That's yeah, I mean, Rookademy. By trying to figure it out, it almost sounded like one of those reverb moments. Rookademy, Rookademy, Rookademy Awards. With Swagzilla Zero G and Art Bark TV. We are here as always with the Feverish Fenero. <laughs> the freaking Rookademy Awards, dude. This season went by fast. It did. It flew by. And January flew by. January is, like, practically over. What the heck? Yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> this is a true story. You know, you never start to tell a story you know you're about to have to tell no matter what happens. But yes. you shouldn't You shouldn't tell yes. it. Yes. You shouldn't tell happens. it about yourself. Yes, that happens often with me. I- Today I was like, oh, man, January is almost over. Like, it's only 28 days, which is <laughs> next month. That's, that is not January. Ever. <laughs> it's never January. No. January is always January is always January. It's never twenty-eight days. I've never even thought that before. Hey. I don't remember a time when I thought that. You know what? We're not perfect. Some of these right. some of these rookies had some good seasons though. I remember learning there were two A months. There are? Oh yeah, yeah there are. Look at that. Give us I'm some just, thought. So so what are we doing? We got the Academy Awards. You're just going to let me babble. I, yeah. you're, you're hosting the Academy Awards, suit and tie. <laughs> Let's do it then. We- <laughs> I think this will be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. You've got to love this- the last second things that neither of us knew about before the show and I decided for us. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. This is uh, this is one of the easiest shows I would say that we produce all year. It's a it's a time to to not get too crazy into analysis, but also reflect before we get into those rookie profiles that will be coming out in February. We did change it up a little bit this year. A couple categories have gone bye bye, and a couple categories have said hello. Um, we always have our favorites. They're not going anywhere. Of course, rookie of the year is in here. But uh, we usually start off with the best undrafted rookie, and we've eliminated that category. (laughs) That category is gone for a couple different reasons. I almost wish you went to the fourth round, but I understand why you didn't as well. Yeah. I feel like you didn't want me to put Isaiah Spiller in there. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the fifth round was just about right. It's uh, so you got three rounds of rookies from five to seven, plus all those uh, supplemental picks. So there's plenty to choose from. But uh, we have four nominations, Swag? No, three nominations for best late round rookie, fifth round or later of 2022. Swags, you were up first. Which rookie did you pick? Oh, for the undraft, the fifth rounder. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I, it was a great pick. Where, who did I pick? I think it, I think it was a no-brainer. Swags went with Brock Purdy. Who I was everyone... trying to remember if you picked him or I picked him. I'm, I'm pulling up the show sheet. I was waiting for you to tell me. Ah, Swags is so ready to have fun and kick his feet up. He doesn't even need a show seat. <laughs> I took the night off. I'm like, wait, what? What's going on? I'm like, frick, I picked somebody? Yes, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, Brock Purdy, man. Like, yes. For me, this was an easy one. Like... I, I think we mentioned league winner a lot. Like 
you hear we're gonna hear it through the off season in like week one, like going into September, like who's the league winner? And you just never know. And right. I think that Brock Purdy ended up being a league winner for so many people when they needed a quarterback in Superflex, which is hopefully taking over all around the world if you're listening to Rookie Fever. But I think for me it, it Brock Purdy deserved to be mentioned here. No, nah, I think that was that was obviously the one oh one, I think being the overall last pick in the NFL draft and doing what he's doing now. And we can now say in the playoffs, what he's doing in the playoffs is carrying from what he did in the regular season. So Finero, I like that pick. Did you happen to listen to super flexible this week? I did. Did you hear what I said? I talked about you. I talked about yes. our rookie fever chat a little yes. bit. Yep. You said that we might talk about it on today's show. I mean, what do you think about all that? I still stand exactly with what I said in the chat. I believe that Brock Purdy is has earned the nod, if you will. I think he's he's earned that that at least to compete for the job. Sure. And I believe that every game that he wins and he's got one under his belt now extends that leash even longer. So um, I believe Pat Fitzmars was your guest on that show, and he said something about, well, if he wins the Super Bowl, and that's a pretty damn long leash. If Brock Purdy was to win the Super Bowl, um, I think all bets are off. But I still see here's the here's the here's the, the the crazy range for him, right? So last pick in the overall draft, NFL draft. I mean, he could go. He could be like the next late round QB, like Tom Brady, mm-hmm. or he could just be Nick Foles. And if I have to pick between those two, I'm going to probably pick Nick Foles with what I know now. I, I think it's more likely that he just has is going to have one of those blessed seasons on a good team that's rolling the right way. And he's going to have two big challenges coming up. He's never really played in his whole career. He's got nothing but wins in, in the column. So I'm not going to take anything away from him. But he now has to play San Francisco. I mean, he's not playing himself. I'm sorry. <laughs> he now has to play Dallas. He might be. <laughs> he now, he, well, you always have to play against like yourself like out it. there. <laughs> he now has to play against Dallas. And if he was to beat Dallas, he would then have to play most likely the Eagles. I'm calling that game the Eagles. So they're two really good defenses. So he has two huge tests here in the playoffs to to put another feather under his cap and another feather under his cap. Because, you know, as much as we hear about these Tom Brady rumors to San Francisco – uh, what I have seen of Trey Lance, I mean, they know more about Trey Lance than we do, regardless of how high he was picked. I mean, maybe they're not super high on him. Maybe it doesn't take a Super Bowl win for Purdy to win the job next year. But again, I'll go back to what I said. If I got to pick if he's the next, you know, extreme outlier, like a Tom Brady picked really, really, really late, that's just going to wind up being an NFL starter for the next 10 seasons. Or I have to pick whether he's going to be more like Nick Foles. I'm going to lean that direction right now with what I know. I agree that, that, that there should absolutely be a quarterback competition. Like Trey Lance, even if he is the guy, he needs that competition. He needs to hear yes. that. Yep. I don't know if Brock Purdy will win that, though. And and it's important to talk about what win means, right? I think I think he could win it week one. Week one starter. Yeah, I think he could win it week one. But then I'm worried about how long he could hold that for. Like how many bad games do you think Brock Purdy has to have in 2023 to get yanked? Assuming um, he doesn't win a Super Bowl. Four. And Trey Lance Six. is healthy. Yeah. I mean, a, a couple, you know. Yeah. Because San Francisco's not used to losing. They have a good team. They don't want the quarterback dragging it down. If he just, just turns out to be a pumpkin, then they're they're going to the, know that. If he just that turns out him. to be the last pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's just more likely that's direction. I, I, I'm rooting for him, and I think a lot of other people are. I mean, who doesn't like an underdog? Yeah, there's just a lot going on there. Yeah, they're really, you know, it's like, it's like, let's be honest. Like this is coming from Gardner Minshew guy right here. Um, I I think, I think we'll say this is a Gardner Minshew show. Um, not this episode, (laughs) but shit happens. And Brock Purdy is, is still on a team that just invested in a one Oh two in Lance. And the only thing that's held him back is injury. I don't think it's fair to say. What he play one one solid week this year before he got injured and it wasn't that good. I'm not I'm not saying it was a good week, but we haven't really seen Trey Lance, so it's a tough one, man. It's tough to like trade for Lance or any of that. I don't know, but I think we've just kind of closed the door too quick on Lance. 
yeah, once Brock Purdy loses again, like if he does, like to the other narrative now, like he loses to Dallas. Now you're like, yeah, social media will completely yeah. change. Yep. But yeah, anyway, so I think we're going with that big, big Lance by moment. If you're if you're into him for sure. Yeah, and and it does come with risk. It comes with risk, but that's also how you're able to do it. And uh, on top of that, I think what you're also trying to say is that that door could slam shut. Now, on to me. <laughs> that's adorable. All right, so um, speaking of adorable, we're going to go with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, after I saw Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy come off the board, I went with round seven, pick 30, just 11 picks before Brock Purdy. Isaiah Pacheco, who had a pretty decent season over there in Kansas City, was not named the starter until well through half of the season, wound up with 960 all-purpose yards and five touchdowns. Uh, you and I know how we feel about Pacheco's long-term value, but here celebrating our 2022 season, I think he definitely is worth uh, discussion for best late round rookie. I think he's worth discussion, I, and he definitely falls into this category. He's definitely cooler than uh, my next guy, <laughs> so it's tough to argue. But I'm surprised, like when you look at it. Yeah. I don't know if you are too. Like being running back 37, is that yep. even accurate? Am I even talking right? That sounds about right. Um, and again, it, it's part of that is is probably like his usage in the first half of the season. But yeah, you're probably right. So, and he did have like 800 and something yards, which is a decent season. It's just the mm-hmm. touchdowns he doesn't really have. Almost a thousand all purpose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I get it. You know, I'm just a Chiefs hater, a Chiefs running back hater. <laughs> I hear I'm you. A, so he belongs here. I'm going to let you talk more about him. Yeah, uh, yeah, so um, running back 34, running back 34, Mm -hmm. yeah, and and it's one of those things where, um, it's one of those things, again, where if if you go back and look, I mean, I think his usage was like really, really, really low in at least the first third of the season, so um, I think... Who do you feel better about, Brock Purdy or Pacheco 2023? Oh, God. Um... Well, in Superflex, I'll just say Brock Purdy. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that flyer. I traded Brock Purdy for Russell Wilson. Straight up, um, it was like Brock Purdy and um, uh, something that was like kind of okay. nothing to me. I'll I'll, I'll get back great, with you. Man. That's how it felt to me. It felt like Brock Purdy for Russell Wilson to me. That's great in my heart. But yeah, yeah, I made another Brock Purdy trade. I forget what it was. That's a sell high, buy low right there. I've traded that's him away twice now. Yeah, no, that's great. Because I think, man, I think that as soon as he loses to Dallas, I think it's over. Mm, um, the value, the value, yeah, the, the yeah, sell, the, value the sell for sure. Yeah, I'm I not, agree. I'm not uh, making an assumption for who's the starter when yep. I say that. Mm-hmm. I think Trey Lance wins that job. <laughs> there, yeah. now I said it. But I think the, <laughs> I think that this fun Brock Purdy ride and like being able to, I mean, dude, I got Brock Purdy for free. Mm-hmm. Off waivers. Right. That's what it was. I, the other one I traded away, Brock Purdy and Romeo Dobbs. And I got a Debbie first, Debbie like fourth, a Debbie fifth, and Drew Locke and Keontae Ingram. Mm-hmm. What a weird trade, right? Yeah, very strange. Yeah, we, get, we can sometimes get caught up in the emotions and the now, even in Dynasty. Um but what? But for me, like Pacheco's on this because if, if I you, love your emotions, I'm giving you a hug while I'm picking your pocket. If you look at if you look at rounds five to seven, there wasn't a ton to choose from, and that that kind of bears fruit when you when you mentioned your guy. Who's your uh, Who's your your third nomination? Oh, my third nomination. Yeah, we should probably bring that third one up. Man, well, I I left the show sheet. Rashid but Shahid. I have the, yeah, I have the stats yeah. here. And he was undrafted. I stayed old school. I didn't even really mean to, but he was undrafted. Nice. And had kind of a decent season. Ended with 481 yards. Eh, ish, I guess. 129. Oh, no. I'm looking at Rashad White. <laughs> That's uh, a little different. I can, uh, I can help you out. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> so... <laughs> 28 receptions on 34 attempts, 488 yards and two touchdowns. But he kind of looked like 
the part after Michael Thomas went down, and he was no Chris Olave, but I think Rashid Shashid. <laughs> He's a field Moving stretcher. Around. Like, there's no doubt about that. He's a field stretcher. So he could, you know, he's going to help an NFL offense. I don't know how much he's going to help fantasy teams. Now, let me ask you this, because we, you and I both know how this works. He, he doesn't stand a chance to even be in this, um, these the poll results that we're about to put up for right. everybody to go out Correct. and vote on. Make sure you guys Correct. go out and vote. First of all, should we even have him, or should we see how it goes between Pacheco and Purdy? Because I think that I think that we're going to lose votes to somebody that doesn't stand yeah. a chance. Like I agree, you know, I agree. Yep, I totally agree. We should just get take Ross Perot out of it, and then did I pick wrong? Do can you think of somebody else you would have wanted in this spot? Oh, that's a great point. Like I said, if you don't um, have anybody in your head, I don't know. I don't have anybody in my head, but like I said, <laughs> I don't like I said, though, they'll, when I they'll let us have it on Twitter, when I did look, I looked at the entire fifth, sixth and seventh round. I did not look at UDFAs um, and there it was slim pickings. It, re- it really, truly was. I don't think there's anyone that can come anywhere near Brock Purdy. See, um, so when I looked, I went in I just looked at rookies and then. Put it through stats and looked at, right, right, um, right. you know, top yep. 20 and who was there that didn't have any draft capital. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Howell was in the fifth round. Isn't Khalil, that crazy? Khalil Shakir. Um, oh, 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 oh. Tyler Algier. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. Do you want to swap him out? Yeah, let's, let's put swap him out. in there. All right, we're going to swap out Rush. See, you said we were just going to we'll have We'll talk fun. about him a little bit more later, right? We'll talk <laughs> yes. about him a little bit more later. Yeah, I think he deserves think to be in there. He might even uh Yeah. He might he deserves to He deserves to win just like the other two guys, I would say. You know what I mean? Like yep. I would understand why anybody voted for those guys. Yeah. All right. That's that so now we have a three-man race at least. I don't I still don't think anyone's going to beat Brock Purdy, but not this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a really that's really well put. Actually, if we if we do this like in the middle of the off season, he would get beat. But no, not now. Um, all right, Ty, yeah, Tyler. I'm this. Yeah, that's. I'm I'm glad I I gave it a quick look. You asked if there's anybody off the top of my head, and I couldn't think of anybody. But I was a little surprised to find Tyler Algil there. Um, yeah, that's all we're gonna find. I must have dismissed that one. Best rookie tight end. Ooh, I think there's some some good choices here. This was a tough one. I went. Who's the player that I was bummed we left off the the list? Do you know off of this list? Yep, tight Somebody ends. Tight ends that, that you want to be on here? Uh, no, I think we got it. We'll we'll see what we think once. But think of one player that maybe could have been on this list with the tight ends. I have two players that could have been on this list, but um, is one of them Daniel Bellinger? Yes, and the other one's Kate Otten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one, too. Yeah, no, I almost – I had Kate Otten on the list, and then I was like, I can't take Chig off. So, Chig wound up being my my third nomination. So, anyway, our nominations for best rookie tight end of 2022 are Greg Dolchich. I got first pick. I went with that. Swags when Isaiah likely. And then I followed up. That was a up. tough one. Yeah, and I followed up with Chig. Chig was actually um, – like, if, if you just looked at pure stats, he was fourth in targets, but he had the most yards and touchdowns. So he had 32 receptions on 46 targets, 450 yards and three touchdowns as a rookie. Um, but he, he was a late bloomer, too. So, like, mm-hmm. even though he has the most yards and the most t- um, touchdowns, uh, he also, well, you know what? We say late bloomer. Everybody on this list was. Greg Dolchich didn't even come to play after his yeah. injury. And Isaiah Likely was barely on the field. So likely did pretty good. He did. They're all kind of similar in their own ways. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There was at so, one point in the season, Isaiah likely was considered a like a one for one. If Andrews got hurt at one point in the season. I know that sounds crazy, but that's how people were thinking in redraft. They were basically like, well, if I have likely and Mark Andrew gets thing. hurt, I'm still OK. Same thing. Like, that's crazy. That's 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 how he showed up. He Which showed one up of well. these three tight ends do you want for your dynasty roster? Greg Dolchich is really. And I don't think that's right how now. they should win the awards. Yeah, I'm not no, saying but, that. But Greg Dolchich seems really crazy. I'm, you mentioned this on a past episode that Dolchich's value is so high at this point that he feels like a sell, and for some reason, Chig's value is lower. So I'm going to take Chig. What if value wasn't real? Two. Like, what if value wasn't a thing? <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so just the just the um, prospect alone. Like you want to oh, win. You oh, just want to win. Like you know what? 
Um, if it was talent, wait, I have to include situation though, right? Like team quarterback, all that stuff or no? As long as you include the guy you want. <laughs> because <laughs> the reason, the reason I say that, and maybe it's not, maybe it's not even a big deal because tight ends, you would have to look two or three years out to really give a shit anyway. So I'm just going to go with Isaiah likely then. And I know Same. that's probably, I think that's, oh, yeah. I was going to say it's probably not a popular opinion. But I was, that's, that, that I was thinking the same thing while, building the show sheet and yeah. doing this exercise i was like man nice. i like all these guys i like the season but i think isaiah likely is still the one you want of this particular group who wins the vote greg dulcich yep i agree i'll make sure not to put his name first i always think that sways a put vote it on the bottom last year the nominations were kyle pitts friar muth and brevin jordan I'm pretty sure Brevin Jordan didn't win that. Should make him listen to last year's show. Make him compare how we make him. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Now uh, this is this is a swag special right now. Swags mentioned this on last year's episode. Speaking of which, last year's when we did the nomination, Swag said, "You know what we should have? We should have a Will Fuller Award. I want a Will (laughs) Fuller Award next year." So we have made a Will Fuller Award for biggest disappointment man 2022 <laughs> i want to change my my last one yeah you can change it as we go I'll tell yeah you what, i'll talk about my uh i'll talk about my pick uh while you're changing your pick i right, actually got you. i got the second pick in this uh nomination and i went with I went with my biggest disappointment. He has to be a big disappointment to many people who drafted him, but he was probably my biggest disappointment. Jalen Tolbert was absolutely given an opportunity on Dallas. There was no one to speak of to throw the ball to. Gallup was hurt. We had Dak Dak Prescott healthy. I had I had a whole bunch of love for Jalen Tolbert. I had done a rookie player profile with it uh, with him in it, and I was excited about. And he didn't even sniff the field. You want to talk about disappointment? I mean, but I I'd take Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, just just to ha- just yeah. to see if he has an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take Isaiah Spiller. Jalen Tolbert is my gets my nomination for biggest disappointment of twenty twenty two. And got so many shares of personal. him. I have zero. Zero. Yeah, I had a feeling. You never talk about do that. I was yep, supposed you, to do that. You didn't even want to do that. <laughs> I should have. It was more of just a laziness thing, but that wouldn't have made me more right or wrong. But I, 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 I felt like I there was a guilt of not doing that show after I said I was going to do it. That's all. I hear you. That's all right. So my Will Fuller award or nominations are Sky Moore and Wandale Robinson. Mm. And I think that they fit fit this category well. I think that they're two players that you're you're always going to be able to get too much for. And you're going to have games throughout their career where people are going to be like, see, I told you so. There it is. (laughs) And then you'll start them the next week and there isn't. And these are my guys, Sky Moore and Wandale Robinson. I think completely. I think. I think. First of all, Sky Moore to me should win this. Yeah, he probably because of the draft capital that went into him. Yeah, and I think that James Cook is pretty close too. But I know he did come. You're going to argue he came on late at the end of the year. Yes. But James Cook took that draft capital as well. But still, I'll keep this Wandale Robinson and. Skymore. Yeah, I I think hands down Skymore winds up winning this because there's probably a lot of people that drafted him in the first round and got burned. I know that you had brought up that you had seen him being picked in the top five of rookie drafts. I saw him go as early as one oh four. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I mean and, and when I say that, it's insane. I, I picked him at one oh eight in a draft, but that that that's kinda where I saw him. You're in more drafts than I am. I'm only in uh, I think it's nine dynasty leagues now. It was a one yeah, it was a one time event. Yeah, so it, it's it's a little it's party time, you know. Yeah. So when I say that's crazy, like I, did, I in my nine drafts and the forty five mocks that I did off season, I don't remember him ever going that high. So that feels a little bit outside of of the norm. But regardless, he was a first round rookie pick and uh, did absolutely nothing for teams. And I'm I'm just as concerned next year for him. I know that we had a couple of our listeners hop in a chat and say, well, Andy Reid can, you know, sometimes let those rooks kind of sit on the bench longer than, than, than other coaches. Which one? Who? Who in our chat? No, what, like what wide receiver? Oh yeah. I think he, I think he was saying rookies. 
in general. Like he likes to sit his rookies. Which one ended up being a success? <laughs> who? Oh yeah, no. Um, who, who shaped out? Yeah, the, I think you probably have to go all the way back to the Eagles, maybe, to try to come up with an example. I don't. I don't. I can't think of a chief example. Hmm. Can you? I can't think of an example. Yeah, I mean, the, Ch like, got the start right away. Um, Hardman was drafted and didn't play much, but and he, I think he was a second rounder. So, so okay, so how long are we waiting for that? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's that, a good. That, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, did, he never came. I think Hardman's off that team next year, but um, I think yeah. Hardman serves his role for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's, and that's just not enough for us in fantasy. But that said, I mean, he he could go somewhere else, and they could find somebody else to serve that role. But swags, I think it's I think it's one thing to have like a down rookie season of three to four hundred yards mm-hmm. and a couple touchdowns and a couple injuries. I think that's one thing. This was complete non-use. You know what I mean? Like this was. I don't know how you can just gloss over that. You, yeah. I don't know how. I don't. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know how people don't listen to more Rookie Fever, so they're not so invested into Skymore. <laughs> <laughs> Last year's nominations were Dimey Brown, Trey Sermon, Terrace Marshall, and Kadarius Toney. All really good nominations last year. All right, let's get into the fun one, Swags. Best play of 2022. This is Man, one I didn't put. This one is in. one that I'm you refused so to get involved in. So <laughs> I. I, I noticed that late in the day, so I came up with three myself to fill out <laughs> to fill out the uh, I love to you. fill out the category. So we're gonna go right off the bat. We're gonna go with Brees Hall. Brees Hall had a reception of seventy nine yards, which he caught thirty two yards downfield. Ran forty seven after that while dragging a defender to the one yard line. The only thing that would have made this more special is if he actually would have gotten in. But if you watch this play, Google it. It's Brees Hall, Week Five, Miami. Stunning effort. Just an absolute outwilled the the rest of the uh, defense. Like it was a, a really nice, nice play. It was a part of my best game nomination. That's great. That'll be that'll be your swag <laughs> segue into that because the best game is next. I actually wound up bumping out, which I will now bump up, Kenneth Walker and his crazy what was it? Seventy four yard explosion for a touchdown in week seven versus the Chargers. Uh, and this is his second game, important note, second game as a starter. So week six was the first time he was even like considered a starter. So in week seven, he just blows up the chargers for 74 yard touchdown. So that gave, uh, that's two running backs and I'm going to just round it out because I love my running backs and I love long runs. We're going to go with his first start. Damian Pierce busts off a 75 yarder with burst. I didn't even know he had probably has something with do with playing the charges <laughs> in week four which again was his first start uh almost was my he almost was my nomination for best game 14 carries 131 yards and a touchdown but i and six for six in the air by the way but i i think there were so many best game nominations that he didn't make the list but so i think that's going to be a hard one i think a lot of people will probably go with the touchdowns so i'm going to say kenneth walker winds up winning this one I think Fanero, they're gonna go with Brees Hall. I think they could. It wasn't it's a touchdown. It's gonna be so nice to see. Like they're gonna be like, oh yeah, Brees Hall is gonna be so awesome. You know, and it's <laughs> almost two hundred all-purpose yards he got on that day. You know, like yeah. in the whole game. Like I think Brees Hall will be the gate, the name they want to see. I, I think it'll be close, but I don't think you are necessarily wrong either. So. All right, so we have three I, I'm not running saying backs. that's who I think should get it either. Oh, interesting. Who do you so think you should know, get it? I was predicting social media's habits. Yeah, what were uh, just curious? What, what? Who do you? Who would you give it to? I mean, probably <laughs> Kenneth Walker. Probably Kenneth Walker. I, I'm okay. with you there. I, but I think that I think that Brees is going to take this. If you watch those three plays, I think you would vote for Brees Hall. I'll watch them. Just the effort there was intense. And last year, and I'll, I'll assume the responsibility again this year, Swags, I'm going to put the best play into the um, the Twitter poll so that people can actually watch them. Okay. 
I will be I will I will be in charge of that. I think I think it's I think it's worth it. We obviously can't put best game in there. <laughs> you don't want to see the entire mm-hmm. thing, but we can do best play. So yeah, it will not take me it will not take me long to cut those up. I think it's I I I think you need to see the Brees Hall one to appreciate it. Dude, they're all 70 yards. <laughs> the 79, 74, and 75. 2021's nominations were Devontae Smith's touchdown versus the Broncos. Justin Fields' mad scramble versus the 49ers. I think Justin Fields had a better one this year than that 30-yard TD last year. Javante Williams' 36-yard beast mode run versus the Ravens. I remember that. He's bowled over, I don't know how many different people. And then Jamar Chase, 82-yard TD. That was a nice class last year. Yeah, it was. I miss it a little bit. This is the most boring class, I think, since we've done the show. The one that we're in now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, they didn't it's have enough still starters. It's cool. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's fun. It's, it's, well, it's all wide receivers. Yeah, pretty much. Best yeah. game of 2022, Swag. What did you kick it off with? Who oh, did you kick it off with? I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought we were, we were at wide receivers. So we're at best game. Best game. Following up best play. Kenneth Walker. Week Kenneth seven Walker. at Chargers, 23 attempts, 167 yards, two touchdowns, 37.45 points. This is using our rookie fever league that we use for that yep. scoring. Yep. And he was only running back three that week. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's but the, the performances above him were like stud. Like you see a lot of Josh Jacobs this year. And, oh, uh, yeah, but man, definitely. 167 definitely. yards on the day with no passes thrown his way and he did that but he does have best play in that game <laughs> yep yep yeah josh, yep, josh jacobs and austin eckler you're correct yeah and by the way austin eckler is like less than a point more yeah at number two and josh jacobs was like a full four points above. oh i mean it's a lot of points yeah it's a lot <laughs> it's i had to look it up like i was like, stalling because i really wanted to know like okay yeah. you're probably right josh jacobs well, well, look had some at, oh i'm right dude but- <laughs> Brees Hall, week five, Miami, it's the same thing. Yeah. Best play is buried in that one. 18 attempts, 97 yards, one touchdown, two for two through the air for 100 yards. One of them was the play that I mentioned. 32.2 points. You can check this too. (laughs) Running back six on the week. Now you're lying. Now, Now I don't believe you. I'm at Swagzilla Zero G. <laughs> uh, this oh is my real God. shit. Yeah, we got Eckler, Fournette, Josh Jacobs again. No big, no big surprise. Derrick Henry and Ramondre Stevenson all above him. They were just like amazing running back weeks. Yeah, like, running was. back six with thirty-two point two points. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> uh, who wins this one? How many times does Fenero have to fact check me before I can say some bullshit that he believes and doesn't? Right right now, I'm at 100%. The answer is 100%. Everyone believed you even half the time so far. That one, I really had a hard time believing. That one, I had to look up to prove it. So that was my other nomination. I I only skipped ahead because of the, (laughs) the running back six thing. Yeah, yeah. And I felt almost obligated <laughs> to throw uh, this in one uh, i'm voting for Brees hall i'll just tell in. you guys <laughs> i i felt obligated to throw in a wide receiver and i also felt obligated to throw in a guy that i didn't believe in and i gave best game to christian watson week 10 versus a tough dallas d 107 yards three touchdowns for 32.7 fantasy points he was wide receiver three on the week Right after Justin Jefferson and CD Lamb. Doesn't stand a chance against my boys. Yeah, Brees Hall. Brees Hall with 100 yards in the air and almost two, 100 two yards on the ground. Yeah. Well, one reception was the best. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. still two. <laughs> it is still two. You're going to fact check actually, that too? No, actually, Swags, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take it one step further. It, it, it's 100% catch rate. Yeah. <laughs> Two for two. Two for two. Fernando's like, yeah, but one of them was that longest play we talked about. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's one you know of how them people, You know how people like to say, if you take that one big play away. Oh, man. Some people don't still like still only fun. have 100 yards. <laughs> if you take that one guy that doesn't like to have fun away, Twitter would slowly be fun again. <laughs> All right. We are, we are back. We are back with, I believe, yes, four nominations per category now. So we're back. Uh, we've been sitting on three for best play and best game. So now we got four. I got the lead off best wide receiver rookie for 2022. And I went with the most successful 
rookie wide receiver of 2022. Wondell Robinson. Garrett Wilson. <laughs> 83 catches, 1,103 yards, and four touchdowns. And he is one of two NFL wide receivers to force 20 or more missed tackles in a season. He's a stud. Yes, he is. He is. He is. And should probably win this. <laughs> he will. If yeah, we I'm were spoilers of fun, we wouldn't even go on with this <laughs> this one. You know what I mean? Kind of like you know, some guys will take some votes, but right. Um, so I, this one was really tough for me, and really tough for me to even like be true to. And, and, and I'm being honest, but I went with Drake London, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's like that quarterback situation. But then, but then, how easy could Fenero just be like? Look at Garrett Wilson's quarterback situation. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's first the best and part. foremost, yeah. I did already say Garrett Wilson should win this, but yes. like really, like you can go down this list: Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jahan Dotson, George Pickens, even Traylon Burks, Rashid Shahid. Those are all the top. Did did these man? They arguably though had a better quarterback situation than Kirsten Watson and Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> hey, I like. I said I like to have fun. Anyway, I went with Drake London. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-two Sorry, receptions, targeted one hundred and seventeen <laughs> times, eight hundred and sixty-six yards. Yeah, that's nice, man. I want to see more out of him, but I like what I saw. I like what he did with his opportunities. I think things are going to get better, but man, I think that Drake London still deserved to be in this. I could not one hundred percent nominate Christian Watson. I'm sorry. But you know, in the last nine years, there's only 11 rookie wide receivers with a thousand yards. Garrett Wilson was one of them, but Chris Olave in the same season was another one with 72 catches, 1,042 yards and four touchdowns. Not that far off the mark. Can I tell you one thing? Also, before you go on play, uh, there's a reason I didn't nominate Chris Olave on my turn. Why? Because I knew you would have to, and it, <laughs> I had more fun forcing it. <laughs> nice. I will I take like, the I will take the Garrett Wilson Chris Olave rookie stack. I, I I was like, man, we have to have Chris Olave in here. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with you, though. I think Garrett Wilson wins this, but Chris Olave had one hell of a season. Um, oh, Chris Olave like deserves to be talked about like Garrett Wilson. If we're being 100%, fair to this, one hundred percent. And for what he did, and I think that Chris Olave, while owners will be attached, he's he's not talked about enough. Garrett yeah. Wilson is, yep. gets all the hype. At Absolutely. some point, both these guys are going to have a more stable quarterback situation, and Chris Olave is probably the one that's a little bit easier to obtain, but he's still going to cost you enough, yes. you know, to yeah. where. He'll be a little easier to buy than Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And, and Jahan Dotson, I just really liked what I saw. His catch radius. I I like his hands. I'm really excited about Jahan Dotson. Me if too. there's anybody on our show, show sheet that had some swag bias in it, it was him. I really wanted him. And I, I think he had a decent season still. Didn't play the whole thing. So, yeah, it was cut short. Only 523 yards by all means, doesn't deserve to be on here. But his average was decent. His 11.2 points kept him in those the top area of our wide receivers for, for sake he would have been wide receiver five with the rookies. But that uh, it's still tough. But then Christian Watson, he only has 611 yards. It's all those touchdowns. Do you think anyone will I write? I think Jahan Dotson doesn't deserve to be in this. Okay, I was going to ask you, do you think anybody would write in, because they're pretty popular players, um, not like that George the Hotson Pickens. isn't Pickens or Watson, both both um, with more yards, both with more touchdowns. There's some people um, that maybe eat too much cheese that might say Christian Watson, but yeah. I, don't, I would, if you, Dotson. I would rather keep Dotson in than have Christian Watson, completely honestly. So Pickens would be the the one. I that think, you think Pickens is, more is the guy that like I unfairly left out. Do you want to swap it for Pickens for vote sake? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm sorry for no. I I I uh, I, I Only like fifty two receptions, eight hundred and one yards. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of that Jerry Judy season. Only he had more targets. It was more of like a fifty percent catch rate. Mm-hmm. 
So we do need to see some more out of Pickens, but yeah, I think he's the one. He definitely belongs here. Yeah, and I would say, like, just with my eyes, I think George Pickens had a better rookie season than Judy, regardless of stats. He just looked better. Jerry Judy? Jerry uh, Judy. George Pickens. I think George Pickens looked better than Jerry Judy in their rookie seasons. So, uh, there. That was, right. that, was, that was good. That, that was list, good. by the way, of a 1,000-yard receivers has got some studs in it. Chase, Jefferson, Waddle, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas. You Cooper, should have traded me Jamar Odell Chase. Beckles. No. That wasn't tempting. I'm gonna. Well, the other one was. The other one was, but the problem was I wasn't. It, I, I can't take that at quarterback. The I don't even remember the other 2023, one. 2023, uh, first for Tua. Oh, I would do that if I were on my side of the deal. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do it, and it's Let's not. It's it. not even a value thing because Tua Tua scares me a ton right now. It's it's the you're taking a quarterback away. I don't, don't, don't want to draft. I don't want to draft the twenty twenty three quarterback scary? late in the first. He had a good What's team scary? in the league. Uh, Tua. I, I mean, yeah. I'm 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 afraid he could retire. And if it's you not just this, took a quarterback away. And if it's not this offseason, you just took a next. quarterback away. Where? Well, as soon as you said he might retire, <laughs> he might. You just took a quarterback away. Yeah, I don't want to take him away. I'm hoping. I think um, I don't think this is the I don't think this is a good time to move to it either. I think this is a very bad time to move to it if you if you're interested in moving to it and you're nervous. I think this is like the worst time to do it. How uh, could it get worse? Um, I think it gets better. Yeah, can't get worse. Um, <laughs> two thousand two thousand. was like, damn it! Why am I hosting this, dude? Twenty twenty one's nominations for best rookie were Jamar Chase, Waddle, Elijah Moore, and Amon Ra. Four great names, by the way. I know Elijah Moore really let a lot of people down, but those, that's a nice those are that's a nice group of wide receivers right there. Best. This is a little less interesting. I'm not gonna lie. Best QB. Rookie of 2022. I I capped this one at two nominations, um, and we might have been able to cap it at one, but we'll let Twitter decide. Swags went with Mr. Kenny Pickett, and I went with Brock Purdy. Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Swags. Who's going to win this Twitter poll? I hope Kenny Pickett wins this. Should, but I don't think he will. The recency bias, I think, will be. Yep. A little unfair. Yep, and it happens, especially in a Twitter poll. Recency bias is king in a Twitter poll. Their average points are 0.2 apart from each other, so really kind of like similar when you really look at it, but Purdy has ended his last games pretty strong. Yeah. So we'll have to see how it all shakes out, but I'm going with Kenny Pickett here. That'll be my vote. I think I kind of low key understand Brock Purdy taking some votes here, though. He's fun and exciting, man. Yep. But, and we will not be watching Kenny Pickett on Sunday. One thing that seems exciting to San Francisco is changing quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I do I do think that, um, and I know we've been talking about Purdy a lot, but I, I do think that um, there's been a little too much said about his surran- surrounding cast and how, like, that is, you know, even, or even Shanahan. They're, like, they're the reasons that Brock Purdy is good. And it's like, they're the reasons that Brock Purdy is successful. But Brock Purdy's making plays out there with a lot of confidence. And I and agree then, with that. Players around him are really supporting him because they're starting to believe in it, too. I still believe it's like a short fuse. But it's fun. Enjoy it. And do what Swags is doing. I mean, Trade out on that, you, dude. You Trade have to out be honest, too, though. Like, we're <laughs> seeing Debo and Ayuk in their third and fourth seasons, right? Yep. And, I mean, they're, they're like... Remember that Debo was having an incredibly down back. season. Remember that. Debo was having a... Me, before he got hurt, was not Debo. And now he's looking very Debo-ish. Well, I mean, he had a weird off season. Yeah, he had he had a he had a rough season this season. He was not the wide receiver one. I don't think he was even a wide receiver two in the first in the first half of the season in his healthy games. Like he was really struggling. And I and and it, the, the big thing that 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 does move the needle on and absolutely has to be brought up if you're going to talk about it is is McCaffrey. There's no doubt about it. CMC is a huge piece. Yeah, here. huge piece. All right, we're getting down to it. Swags best rookie running back of 2022. I went with Brees Hall, best fantasy points per game of all rookies by over three points per game with 16.4 fantasy points per game 
Brees Hall was my number one nomination. Swags, where did you go next? And I mean, I, the next one was easy. I went with Kenneth Walker, yeah, the definitely the next best, the stud that made it through the season. You know, so he helped us yep. a little bit longer. And for that reason, I think Kenneth Walker kind of this even for me would be tough, but I think Walker deserves this one. Yeah, I'll give that to you too because he was available. If you're talking about best running back of the year, Kenneth Walker was available all the way through your playoffs. And Brees Hall wasn't. So, yeah, I could see that. Well, and I mean, he's also, he's more available for other things too. Like, he's more available for bad games. He's more available to have mm. matchups where they don't sure. need to use him or matchups sure. where they're airing it out a little bit more. Yep. He, he didn't have to, he, he didn't even have to like go through all the quarterback drama that yep. they went through because they were winning games when they had Brees Hall to that point. Excellent but. Points. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think that a lot happens when you play a full season. You're going to get worse matchups, too. And and he had a fair share towards the end of the season. He had some really rough matchups. And mm-hmm. he didn't wind up with stellar games, but he wound up with serviceable ones. He really yeah. did. He really, really wound up with that. He's only he's only one of two 1,000-yard rushers on the season for the rookies. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, I think Brees Hall wins it, but I bet you... It's either really close, or if he loses, it's only to Kenneth Walker. The other two nominations were the other 1,000-yard rusher, Tyler Algier. Um, So he is up here as well in my nominations for Best Rookie of 2022. And there's no way in hell, 1,000 yards or not, that a name like Tyler Algier will be the name like Kenneth Walker in a poll. Yeah. That's never, ever going to happen. No, We I'm could post you. their stats directly alongside of them, and there could be – there's literally there's literally 15 yards rushing difference between the two, and it will never, ever be Tyler Algier. Yep. And then I went with uh, Damian Pierce. Yeah. And for me, this was easy, man. I look back to early on in the season when we were we were still doing some of our top 12, talking about some of our players early on and what they were doing. And I remember weeks in a row, like Damian Pierce had the better weeks. And mm-hmm. we we're still talking about, man, go get Brees Hall. Go yep. get Brees Hall. In one episode, I kind of made a joke, like, why aren't we going to get Damian <laughs> Pierce? Like, he's finished, like, three weeks ahead of the guy we're saying to go get. He's still, like... RB, I think he was like RB10 at the time. Oh, yeah. It was ahead of where Brees Hall was. Yep. While they he, were playing. Before he got injured, he ended the season, I'm pretty sure, as a RB1. And then, I mean, he was injured and banged up in yep. a crummy situation. It wasn't quite as sexy after like Davis Mills got benched the first time. But that's saying a lot because Davis Mills wasn't even sexy. So. <laughs> I, I've said too much about a player who, like Fanero said about Tyler Algier, Damian Pierce doesn't stand a chance up against Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker in this. No. But um, I think he definitely deserves to be mentioned. Yeah, we'll we'll throw them in the Twitter poll for sure, just to to have them in there. I I would argue that um, people won't even know that Tyler Algier had a thousand yards unless I put it up there. Um, but with that being said, like, why not? Let's see. Um, maybe maybe. Uh, Maybe there'll be just enough votes pulled away from Brees Hall because of Tyler Algier. (laughs) Kenneth Walker wins. Well, and and I mean, I'm looking ahead to the show sheet. Like some of these guys have some more chances to win or they had some top of the show. So, yes, they've got some chances. We can't have Tyler Algier walking away with everything. No, that's not going to happen anyway. (laughs) All right. We're going to we're going to need the music for the last two. Mm. These are these are the two big categories. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, hold on. Okay. Best rookie of 2022. Brock Purdy, Garrett Wilson, Kenneth Walker, or Brees Hall. I'm taking I'm taking Brock Purdy right off the list for me. It's for me it's between Wilson Walker and Hall. And we already did the Hall Walker thing. So now it's between wide receiver and running back. Wide receiver and running back. Now I'm going Wilson or Walker. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go Walker. Walker was more consistent. Walker had nine touchdowns. I'm going to give best rookie of 2022 to Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, folks. We'll see how you guys do in the Academy polls. But yeah, I'm with you, dude. Are you? Nice. And the last category to wrap up the episode. Best 
rookie surprise of 2022. Surprise. A new, ooh, I like that. We need a like new a surprise, though. motherfuckers. That was, dude, that was That'll good right sweet. there. <laughs> yes, I love it. Best rookie surprise of 2022. Brock Purdy finds himself in this category as well. Not a surprise. How could he not be? <laughs> One of the biggest surprises of 2022, Mr. Irrelevant himself, Tyler Algier, who was up there in the category of late round draft picks alongside of Isaiah Pacheco and Chigo. What the heck? with the number four nomination. Why not? Chig, biggest rookie surprise of 2022. This one for me is going to go Brock Brady in the Twitter polls. Yeah, I think it will as well. Yeah. It feels like the award was made for him. We might even just call it the Purdy next year. The Purdy Award? What do you think? From not Purdy to Purdy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turdy to Purdy? From Turdy to Purdy. Exactly. But no, that was a lot of fun, man. Great yeah. job. We'll put those Twitter polls up for everyone. Please vote, share, retweet, whatever you want to do. Let's get those numbers up. We want to get a couple hundred votes for each one of these. And then we will announce the winners next week. Yeah. So we'll put that from the at Rookie Fever on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yep. We'll both be retweeting it. Yep. Copying it and pasting it. What else? Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. You want me to do it? You want me to do it? Yeah. He do did, it? Nobody does it. And I am at Swagzilla Zero G. And he, he, he is at Hardbark DP. And we are out. You better keep that last part. When you kiss me, when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you go. One-on-one scouting is never done This stupid throw and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout age For rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever